Hey, hey, welcome to the Zen Founder Podcast. Today I am talking about one of the most common challenges of the entrepreneur life, unexpected difficulties. Ugh, they hit all of us. It is a universal experience of entrepreneurs to, at some point or another, encounter some huge roadblock that you did not expect. You, however, do not need to tackle those experiences alone. If you are looking for some more entrepreneurial support or just some friends for the journey, uh, reach out to our team. We do a twice a month newsletter, offer some consulting events and other fun things. So uh, one way to stay in touch with all that's happening is to uh, sign up for the newsletter. It's free. It only comes twice a month. It won't clog your inbox. What do you have to lose? In any event, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Welcome to the Zen Founder Podcast. This is a place where we have conversations about mental health and entrepreneurship. We have a pretty broad conceptualization of what mental health means, sometimes depression, anxiety, sometimes relationships or physical health. The goal here is to bring some calm into the crazy roller coaster of ups and downs that is life for many entrepreneurs. I'm your host, I'm Dr. Sherry Walling. I'm a clinical psychologist and an entrepreneur, married to an entrepreneur, live in the world of entrepreneurs, and I'm so pleased that you have joined us for this conversation. I really wanted to be gentle in the conversation. I was really aware of not wanting it to sound like there was any blame or condescension. But it's kind of difficult to ask someone, well, what did you expect without it coming out a little backwards or a little sideways? I was having a conversation with an entrepreneur who was about three years into her business. And by many counts, it was going really well. Uh, she seemed to have really strong product market fit and a really steady sales trajectory. But she was really struggling with the personnel aspect of her business probably partly because of COVID, partly due to factors that she couldn't control. She just had a ton of turnover. And of course, every time she lost a key staff person, she was the one who had to kind of step in and pick up the slack. And she was tired. And she felt really disheartened by the people problems. Definitely doubting herself, wondering, you know, sort of what's wrong with me that I can't hire well or that um, I can't retain great folks. Of course, maybe over-personalizing it because I think there are definitely other factors at play besides her relationships with her staff. But in any event, she was really, really down and feeling very discouraged and perhaps even a bit hopeless about how to figure out how to correct this problem within her business. What was a little bit interesting for me about this conversation is that this is a person that I know well and have known a long time. And she is definitely a tough cookie, like someone who is up for a challenge. She is a pretty high level rock climber. So she she trains, she prepares, she knows how to think through a challenge and, and tackle it in a very thoughtful, strategic way. She doesn't shy away from hard things. And she articulated understanding that starting a business, growing a business is going to be difficult, that it would be challenging. So fast forward to this moment where I'm trying to be gentle with my words. She's talking about how difficult it is and frankly, how surprised she is that the staff issue has been so hard. And in my careful way, I was trying to ask, well, 
what did you expect? You expected it to be hard. This is it being hard. When we do hard things, when we choose hard things, we don't get to choose the nature of the difficulty. And sometimes we can't even anticipate what the difficulty will be. One thing to be ever on the outlook for are expectations. The stories that we tell ourselves or the narratives that live in our minds about what is expected or what the predictable challenges will be. The wonderful thing about having expectations is that once an idea is planted in our mind, right? Finding product market fit is going to be hard or writing really great copy for the email sequence is going to be difficult. Once we sort of latch on to those ideas of something that's difficult, we actually begin problem solving it, maybe subconsciously, maybe consciously, but we're anticipating the challenge and then working around it or building capacity, building up skills to help us get after whatever that particular challenge is. So the expected challenges become generally not very challenging. If we know we're in a launch season and it's going to be three months, six weeks of super hard work, some extra long hours, some late nights, we know that's coming and we respond accordingly. The unplanned for, unanticipated, unexpected Those are the difficulties that really get us. Those are the things that send us sort of spinning and wondering as entrepreneurs, like, should I even be doing this? So in my conversation with uh, this entrepreneur that I was talking about, I wanted to just not diminish her feelings and her experience, but also to sort of say, well, of course, this is hard. Running a business is hard. Leading a team is difficult. You didn't expect it to be difficult. Uh, but that doesn't make it any less difficult. I did uh, have my own little chuckle about this in my own experience. Uh, Last fall, maybe last November, I was with a group of entrepreneurs and we climbed Mount Toubkal in Morocco. And um, it's just under 14,000 feet. So it's a pretty substantive peak. Uh, It's 4,167 meters if you're on the metric system. Even though we were in Morocco, you know, it was a snow-covered, icy climb. The kind of thing where you get up at three in the morning and, you know, just to get to the peak by sunrise. I knew that doing a really significant elevation hike in the snow, in the ice, really early in the morning was going to be challenging. But if I'm super honest, I really didn't think it would be that physically hard for me. I spend, you know, 10 to 15 hours a week exercising. I'm an aerialist. I do really difficult things. I also train cardio. So I have a high degree of trust in my body's capacity to do difficult tasks. So I thought, oh, I'm going to get tired. I was worried about maybe slipping on the ice. I was worried about getting cold, maybe waiting for other people (laughs) and completely un prepared for the possibility that I would get a little bit of altitude sickness that left me feeling really lightheaded and dizzy and kind of weak. And essentially like my muscles just weren't working super well. I felt a little bit like I was intoxicated, not the best condition to be scaling really quite icy rock faces. 
So as I was ascending that mountain and I did make it to the top, I was the last in our team. Everybody kind of waited for me. I just kept telling myself, this is this being hard. This is this being difficult. It's different than I expected, but here I am. So my practical strategies for confronting unexpected difficulties. Number one, first to notice that it's hard without judgment, which is the hardest part here, but without judgment or self-criticism, just simply recognize, ooh, I'm struggling. This is more effortful. I'm maybe running out of energy or feeling like I'm at the edge of my skill set. Noticing the difficulty without judgment is sort of the first step because that helps us transition not from red alarm bells ringing in our mind, emergency activation, stress overload system, but it helps us just take a step back, calm down, recognize that there is an edge that you're approaching. Ideally, you can shift into a level of calm that will enable your problem-solving mechanisms to come back on board. The challenging thing about unexpected difficulty is the sort of shock reaction and our, again, that sort of warning bells, emotional override system gets online in a way that really can disrupt our capacity to problem solve. When I was up on the mountain, I think if I'd been alone, I would have been pretty vulnerable to making some pretty stupid choices because I was feeling kind of frantic because I was with other people. In fact, a guide named Mohammed, who just grabbed my hand and sort of dragged me up the mountain, I was able to just sort of problem solve according to other people helping me. But again, if I was in sort of panic mode, I don't think I would have been able to problem solve very well. So recognizing the difficulty is the metacognitive process, the thinking about thinking process that helps us step out of response and into observation, which moves us from that emotion state to the oh, whoa, this is difficult. What should I do? What are the strategies that are going to help me? In addition to that problem-solving layer, this is a place where I would add in a heavy dose of self-compassion. I know the entrepreneurs don't <laughs> stretch this muscle very much, but self-compassion is this ability to be gentle and tender with your own self. Self-compassion, I think, does help to calm that emergency response system. One of the tricks with self-compassion, though, I think is when we're having difficulty, it's easy to go into a really, really judgmental place. Other people seem to be able to retain their staff. Other people seem to hire better. Other people can climb this mountain without <laughs> feeling like a drunk girl. And the other people comparison, my friends, is rarely, rarely helpful often the other people comparison is based on distorted information or data. And of course, a very, very limited view into someone else's life or someone else's business. You don't know what other people are struggling with. Maybe they have great staff, but maybe their finances are a hot mess. Maybe their marriage is a mess. You don't know. So when something gets difficult, it isn't helpful to add to the challenge a dose of self-criticism or shame. It's much more helpful to recognize, hey, this is hard. I'm going to have compassion for myself. I'm going to calm it down enough to do some problem solving. And then, of course, the last piece is this is a great time to get some help. <laughs> if you are 
reaching an edge in your energy, in your skills, in your experience. It's a great time to reach out and borrow from, leverage the experience, expertise, objective insights of other people. There is no shame in it being difficult. And there's not even a problem with you being surprised about the specific way that it's difficult. If we could predict all of the challenges, we would avoid them. And it is hard to run a business, hard to climb a mountain, hard to raise children, hard to do any of the really important things that are worth doing because they are unpredictable and outside of our control. So when that surprise, like, whoo, this is hard, (laughs) when that hits you, it's okay. It's part of the game. You can gently ask yourself, well, what did you expect? Thanks for listening. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode of the podcast. In the meantime, feel free to check out zenfounder.com for lots of resources about the kinds of conversations that we have on the podcast. You can get information about working with me, about maybe joining a Zen tribe. It's sort of like a mental health boot camp for entrepreneurs. We also have lots of content on our blog, links to resources in our courses and books for sale. So check us out there and we hope to provide anything and everything that you might need to make the entrepreneurial life a little bit easier.